Nikita Brooks here. Welcome to the Single Moms Brunch Podcast. Yes, we are going to chat it up, ladies. Yes, we are. Where we have conversations about mindsets, opportunities, money, and definitely success. Go grab your mimosa, your eggs benedict, or maybe even your egg or waffle and join the conversation. entrepreneurs and moms Lakita Brooks here welcome to another episode of the single moms brunch podcast and if you are a social work student make sure you go to make money and make a difference.com once again that is make money and make a difference.com so today we are continuing with the lion king because as you know last week I talked about the 20 life and business lessons from the woman king. But then I started realizing like, oh my God, we're already at like 20 minutes and we're only at like number 10. So here is the continuation. So this is 11 through 20. So the next 10. So number 11, you have to sacrifice something sometimes or someone for the greater good and it hurts like it really does hurt like I will say one of the things that I always battle with for me is my eating like when it comes to food and it's because like I don't spend a lot of time in the kitchen cooking plus sometimes my food doesn't taste as good as I want it to taste so like I much rather eat out just because of I guess the hassle of cooking but with doing that You know, my energy level a lot of times is connected to my eating. So if I decide to eat a lot of fried food, a lot of carbs, then I get the itis. And I don't really necessarily want to feel like working, don't feel like doing anything. So that impacts my ability to be productive. So and even and sometimes in life, it could be people, it could be places that are holding us back or holding us back from on where we need to go for us to progress, for us to get to that next level because of people that we might decide to keep around us who are no longer in alignment. And I think it's a it's a fine line between, you know, still having people around Um, Just because you've always known them, because you have a relationship with them, but then also knowing what role they need to play in our lives, depending on where we go, because it's not, I used to think when I was younger, like it was a one-stop shop, but no, relationships are not a one-stop shop. And a lot of times people cannot be everything to us. So we have to be honest with ourselves and the role that people actually play So, you know, sometimes we have to sacrifice something or, you know, someone. It doesn't feel good and you don't necessarily want to have to do it, but it's a necessary evil at times. Number 12, you are powerful. Do not give your power away. And when I think about there was instances in the the woman king, like especially when the two ladies end up getting, um, I guess, they end up being trapped, per se, like the, the slave owners end up taking them and imprisoning them. And and it was interesting that the person who was the student actually had to be the one to motivate and to inspire the person who was actually the instructor. Because the instructor was just like, oh my goodness, 
I might as well just kill myself. I just need to end things now. Like they basically felt really hopeless. And this was the instructor who was, who was powerful, who, you know, who was a leader, who had people following them. But then when life happened and then they were, you know, caught and they were locked, you know, I guess in prison for a moment, you know, she just, she didn't have it in her. And then the students stepped up and, you know, inspired her and empowered her to, to like, hey, we can do this. We got this. Like, listen, you told me X, Y, and Z and spoke life back into her. So then she felt the power again to to do it. But it's like, don't give your power away. Like you're, you're in a position, you're great, your value, you know what you know, like you know what you bring to the table. So don't let anyone or anybody take that away from you. Because sometimes people, people say things to you that might hurt you, but sometimes, and they say it, from a space of jealousy or a space of resentment or a space of wanting to try to bring you down and take you off the natural high that you're on. But don't give your power away just because things aren't going the way you want them to go. Just because someone says something to, to you that hurts your feelings. Just because someone says something to you that made you second guess yourself. No. You are powerful and do not give your power away. So number 13, the power of community to pick you up when in doubt or feeling hopeless. And that also, I guess, ties into the story that I was telling earlier. Like, be mindful of who you who you have around you, who you who you talk to, who are the people that's in your inner circle? Like, I think we all might know a lot of people, especially in our Facebook world now and LinkedIn world. Like, we've encountered a lot of people from different aspects, but then we all have that small group of people that we might talk to on a regular basis. When I say a regular basis, I don't mean like every day because most of us are like real adults in real life with real responsibilities. And sometimes we also have children. So we don't necessarily talk to people every day, but we have people we might talk to once every three months, every six months, shoot once a year. But those people that we keep close to us, be mindful of that. Because if you have someone in your inner circle who's not in alignment with you or who is not ambitious or or it's just basically we'll say different than you. And I don't mean it mean it means that it's bad. It could just simply means that you're trying to accomplish some things, you're trying to be progressive, and then you have someone around you who is not necessarily in alignment with that, who just enjoys being being like they enjoy where they're at in life. They they enjoy the basic status quo. They're lackadaisical about life. It doesn't mean they're bad. It just means that they're not in alignment with you. So make sure you have a community around you that can pick you up, that that can inspire you, that can speak life into you when you have those moments, and vice versa. You be able to speak life into others people when they have those moments when they're having doubts because I think we all sometimes we live in this microwave society where we want this instant gratification we want things to just come into place instantly and that doesn't always happen like it's interesting like I I hosted um, a woman's event I want to say in 2019 I did a retreat and then I want to say in 2021 
I did like a brunch. And then in 2022, I turned around and just did a movie showing for the woman king. And it's interesting that because of those seeds that I planted in the past, now I'm actually thinking, matter of fact, I'm planning to do, do more events for black business women moving forward. But back then in 2019, when I did that first retreat, I was definitely discouraged. I didn't have the turnout that I wanted. I took a financial loss and I just, you know, charged it. So, you know, it is not meant for me to do women's events. Then the same thing happened again in 2021. Even I will say in 2019, everybody loved the retreat. The women were so excited and they was like, you got to keep doing this. But I couldn't figure out how to navigate that without taking a financial loss. So then I said, okay, Lakita, let's do it. Do something different on a smaller scale in 2021. Did the brunches in 2021. And I don't think I necessarily took a financial loss to those, but I still, well, I did take a slight one, but I still couldn't figure out how to wrap my brain around. And I had the same exact conversations. Oh my goodness, Lakita, you're on to something great. You need to keep doing these. But once again, I dismissed it because I was just like, I can't wrap my brain around it. So now we're in 2022. I hosted an event and didn't even try to, you know, make money from it. It was just something I booked the auditorium, had women come to the so that watch the movie and then we went to eat everybody paid for their own food and that was just going to be it for me and then somebody in my inner circle came back to me on that Sunday and called me and said Lakita you need to continue doing this I know you have other stuff you're doing but what happened at that 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 woman king event is something powerful and that's not something that just happens that's not something that happens at events with a group of women who really don't even know each other. So this is something you need to continue doing. And from that, because someone in my inner circle planted that seed in me, which basically, as I reflected on my other events from the past, it was like, you know what? They are right. Because every single time people were moved, people were inspired, people was ready to take on something new to better themselves after the fact they left feeling better than when they came every single time yet during those times and those seasons i couldn't get it so community is everything because it took someone that knew me and known me for years to be able to come back and say hey lakita you should do this and then i was able to reflect on it so number 14 it's not enough to save one burn the whole bunch burn the whole system down so sometimes like it's just like you can start out with one person but there was a point in the movie where they could have made the decision to just save one particular person or they could have but yet instead it was like no we're going to save everybody and we're going to burn this place down so then y'all can't continue doing this slave trade as you have in the past. Like, no, if you want to start up somewhere else, bet you do that. But right here on this piece of land, you will not, you will not continue doing this to my people. So it was about having, you know, a greater calling, something bigger than you. And what I always talk about with my social work students that so with social workers, it's about making money and make a difference because we all go into the helping profession with the intentions of helping, with the intentions of doing good. But a lot of times we don't really think about, well, hey, you know what? You can do good and you can still make money and you can, you know, make a difference. So it's definitely possible. Number 15, 
don't do not be your own oppressor. So at one point in the movie, Viola Davis realized that she kept having these dreams about a beast. It's a dream about a beast. And then finally she realized she was the beast. She was her own oppressor because she had never really dealt with the issues of being raped and being tortured and being captured. Like she never really dealt with those things. And she finally made the decision to deal with it. So I say to you and I challenge you, whatever those things are that you're dealing with, that you keep avoiding, that you keep ignoring, that you're not doing anything with, I need you to do it. I need you to step out of your comfort zone. Because like I said, like even when it came to the events in the past, you know, my fear was that if I did women events in the future, I would take another financial loss. And that was something that I had that I feared and something that I didn't want to do. But I was like, okay. But with talking to my friend, she was like, it's a way for you to start, even if you just charge $10 per event. Like, you know, you have, you know, dinner and conversation, just charge $10. That way you're not necessarily taking a loss. You don't have high overhead and you're still monetizing this. So start where you're at. You don't have to try to do everything all at once. And I guess in my mind, you know, you see these people hosting these retreats for $5,000 and $300 and $10,000. So I'm trying to, even though I didn't start that big, you know, but I definitely started out bigger than what I intended and I didn't you know and I didn't identify an accurate budget <laughs> to be able to <laughs> to do all the things that I wanted to do versus me starting out with something small a simple hey let's get together for you know lunch in the conversation so that's where I'm at now so start where you're at you know, when it comes to that so, and don't be your own oppressor because you're trying to be more than what you are. And it's not like a negative thing. It's just you see all the glitz and the glamour. And like for me, when I saw the retreats before, it was just like, oh, my goodness, I want to do those retreats. Not realizing that I might not have had the following at that time. And I didn't even necessarily understand how to create a proper budget for an event of that magnitude versus starting out small now with hey ten dollars we're meeting at the restaurant we're having conversations so don't be your own oppressor then number 16 unity even if you don't always agree and there were quite a few times you know in the movie where not everybody agreed with each other but they still stood strong and i would say that when i was younger that was one of the things that i did wrong when it came to the sorority that i was with i didn't really understand that concept well because I remember there was this one particular event that we were supposed to go step at. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, uh-uh, we about to look crazy. <laughs> like, we don't have the steps together. We're not ready. And in that moment, it was a pivotal moment, in which I didn't know it was a pivotal moment at that time. But later on, I realized that that impacted my relationship with my line sisters for that sorority because they felt like I left them hanging because I wasn't there to support them because in that, like I said, I was immature back then. I was, you know, undergrad, probably like 19 years old. You know, I was young. I didn't know any better. And it impacted our relationships because they felt like Lakita, regardless of how you felt, no matter if you thought we was going to look crazy or not, 
we expected you to be our sister and we expected you to be there with us and for you to go out and perform with us because if we're going to go out and perform we're all going out to perform together and we're all going to look stupid together but in that moment I chose not to and like I said not knowing that it was going to have backlash and it impacted the relationship and I think with some of my sisters I never even talked to them since from that day as a result of that one decision I made. So make sure you have unity, even if you don't always agree. And number 17, you got to break the rules sometimes and follow your heart. Like that was a very powerful moment in the movie when Viola Davis was told, no, you cannot go out and save the women and the men who were captured. You cannot, you need to stay here on the on the compound and you just need to be obedient because I'm the king and you didn't do what I say and Viola was like bump this like I don't care what the consequences are I'm going to get my people and on top of that my daughter has came back to me and you think that I'm finna let my daughter along with my people stay in prison no I'm going by myself and that's what she did she didn't try to get nobody to go with her she didn't you know try to you know discuss it no it was like you know what I understand what you said but I need to go do what's best for me right now and do what's best for my people right now and I'm going I am going to get my daughter. She didn't say that. She just went and did it. So sometimes you got to break the rules and really follow your heart and be intuitive of what's going on within you to know what you need to do. So you need to have discernment about what what it, what you should be doing in that particular moment in time. And, and in her situation, things worked out. So she went ahead and she broke the rules, was disobedient. And then she did have some other people who, who trusted her and believed in her leadership. And they just followed along. <laughs> like they just followed. They didn't care. And then when she came back, you know, she was thinking, hey, you know what? I'm going to turn in, you know, whatever position I have and denounce, you know, I guess whatever role she had in her position. And then the king was like, no. We congratulate you. We could we commend you. You're the woman king. So it's like, but she was willing to sacrifice it all for what she knew in her heart was the right thing to do in that particular moment. So, hey, follow your heart. I'm not saying that you should be a rule breaker by no means, but sometimes you got to do what you got to do based on what you know that you're called to do in that particular moment. So be discerning of that. Number 18, not letting lust and desire take over. Because let me tell you, in that particular scene with Viola, daughter's, uh, Viola Davis's daughter and the guy who was, you know, who was mixed, who was part of, I guess you could say, who's, you know, I guess he was part of, you know, getting slaves and all that stuff. Like for a moment, I really kind of wanted her to go with him. Like I really did. Cause it was just like, oh my gosh, he was just so attentive to her. He started killing some of his own people for the sake of her. Like he's washing her hands and finding her like clean clothes to put on. Like he really was catering to her. And in that moment, I kind of low key wanted them to be together. But for her, she knew that there was something greater for her. There was something that she was still called to do. And even though 
it was very tempting to go off with this gentleman and he probably could have provided for her and they could have had a, a great life and some beautiful babies. She made the decision to not yield until the temptation of lust and desire and go back with her people to continue to fight the good fight with her own people. So, you know, you got to know like what is best for you in that particular moment. Number 19, you can still be triggered even after you thought you overcame it. It's okay. Deal with it. Face it. And that's what happened with Viola Davis when she saw the guy for the first time. It was just like, oh, my goodness. Like, this is him. It was like she was just frozen, even though she's this powerful warrior, kick butt, don't play, dominant force. When she saw the guy that was the one that raped her over and over and over again and had her you know, captured and just, just took advantage of her. And she had a kid from him. She was at a loss. She was frozen and the people around her could see it. Like what's going on, Viola? What's going on? And she like, Oh, I'm good. But no, she was in pure shocks and she just could not, she didn't know how to handle it because she had never dealt with that ever. So, and you know, and that, and it can happen to us at any time. Like I was doing a presentation the other day for the National Association of Social Workers. And it was part of the presentation where I was just talking about my story and how I sacrificed everything and how I went from social assistance recipient to six figure business owner. And I was just talking about when I went to school, everything was on the line. Like I had filed bankruptcy. My home went into four. I was going through the foreclosure process, cars repossessed. So I couldn't afford to not be successful. Like everything was on the line and I started getting tearful on this particular while I'm doing this Zoom presentation. And luckily I was able to pull it together, but I didn't expect for me to have so many emotions and to be triggered about this. And this happened in like 2009 and now we're in 2022, but I guess just the joy of seeing where I came from and where I'm at today is just a blessing in itself. And I started getting choked up. So you just never know when you might be triggered by something. Sometimes it's something from anger or upset. And sometimes it's from joy and happiness and gratitude. But either way, it's still a trigger. And lastly, number 20, own your truth and decisions and being open and transparent about it. You know what you want. You know all those deep, those deep-rooted desires and things that you see for yourself. You see what you've envisioned. Be honest with yourself. Own your truth. Like, don't, don't push those things down. And when you're with the right circle, you'll be able to share those big, grandiose dreams that you have for your life, for your family's lives. So you can have the impact, the money, the time for self-care, family, and travel, all those things. So when you're with the right people and you have the right circle around you, you'll be able to share all of those things because 
they're not going to judge it because they're also going to be big dreamers. They're going to have, they're going to be big visionaries and they're going to be willing to do the things that is required just like you to manifest those things. So be honest with yourself about what you really want and the decisions. I thank you all. I love you all. I appreciate you all for tuning in to another episode of the Single Moms Brunch Podcast. I am Lakita Brooks. And until next Sunday at 11 a.m. Ciao! Thanks, Mom, for joining me today at the Single Moms Brunch Podcast. Yes. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, and tell all the other moms that you know about it. And you know what, Mom? can't let you go without giving you a free gift so make sure you go to www.singlemomsbrunch.com once again that is singlemomsbrunch.com to get your free gift i am lakita brooks and remember you are not a single mom you are a mom that is single